Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. This week, uh, the European Court of uh, Justice backed uh, the European Parliament's rejection for journalists to see the accounts and receipts and other allowances pertaining to members of the European Parliament. This has been described as scandalous by Sinn Féin MEP Matt Carthy. Uh, Good morning to you. You would prefer to reveal what you get and how you spend it. I would prefer if the Parliament vouched all expenses received by its members and published it, and that's actually in line with the decision of the majority members of the European Parliament. The the European Parliament adopted a report which called for much more transparency. It was the decision of the Bureau of the European Parliament, which I think has about 15 members, um, including our own Mairead McGuinness, who made a decision to counteract that by deciding that there shouldn't be um, accountability and there shouldn't be an element of vouched um, expenditure in what's called the general expenditure allowance. Mm. um, And that's a lot of money. I mean, we're talking about a a lot of money in terms of uh, the president's uh, expenses uh, and €317,000 that's spent a year by the office of the president rather than the individual who holds uh, the office. Uh, but in terms of this general expenditure allowance, we're talking about €4,416 that is paid to all MEPs monthly. Yes, um, and there are guidelines in terms of how that can be spent, but there have been serious questions raised by some journalists who have investigated this matter as to whether or not all MEPs are meeting those guidelines. Now, I have no evidence to suggest that Irish MEPs are doing anything other than remaining within those guidelines, which allow for um, quite some scope in terms of how the expenditure is is spent. Um, There is a recommendation that that allowance is kept in a separate account so that you you can ensure that it is spent Mm. on what it's supposed to be and doesn't get mixed up with any personal account. Well, it it must Um, be. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we wouldn't say that anybody is trousering this money, so it must be spent, and I'm sure that they're all spending it uh, appropriately, or, or nearly all of them, because there's 750 MEPs and only 20 have given money back to the European Parliament. Yeah, and you know the, the the key element of the expenditure is obviously for office running and maintenance costs, 
a um, newspaper study that was published last year indicated that investigative journalists uncovered 249 MEPs that did not have offices that were visible at all. So That um, they were so spending money on. They were spending money on offices that didn't exist. Well, we don't know um, exactly how they were spending. As I said, uh. the, the, the fund isn't, isn't um, exclusively for having a physical office, although it would be hard to mm. understand how you could spend um, €4,400 a month on essentially office running costs without having an, an office. So, on, um, a, on, a laptop, on a laptop and an office manager, in other words. Yes, well, um, I, I can only speak for ourselves and for mm. me, per, me, me personally. In terms of that office, it is managed as an office account. It is um, um, one of my staff is the co-signature on it. Actually, it's, se- it's separate to the payment for the staff. They're paid directly, aren't they? They are. Right. They're paid. They're paid directly. So you could only pay. Part, part you, you, you could only claim for rent and things like the laptop, not for the staff. Oh, absolutely, yes. So it's yeah. um, costs relating to the office space. So in my case, it goes to rent, it goes to heating, insurance, water, electricity, clean, you know, office, um, office space that's you know, used exclusively for um, my own constituency service. Mm. Um, it covers all the administration costs. It also would cover um, the likes of subscriptions to newspapers and other media outlets. It covers all supplies and stationery. Mm. It also covers... Um, office equipment c- costs. Yeah, so you buy a photocopier. Case, or I, I, yeah. I should say, I think that the, that the payment is excessive, but I actually use it to ensure that my office in Carrickmacross is among, I would argue, one of the best um, equipped offices in terms of the IT infrastructure that we have in place, in terms of the conference call and facilities, in terms of the phone system that we have in place. Do you manage to spend it all? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it must be like NASA in Carrick Macross then at, uh, what is it, four and a half thousand euro a month? Yes, well, we have, and it also covers some, it also covers some representational activities in terms of, there are a number of, um, there are a number of things that I would be doing that wouldn't be directly related to if you, my, my role as an MEP per se in terms of information meetings or hosting organizations and um, I organize um, meetings and public meetings in particular across 15 counties. Um, I've been in every county on different occasions. People may have seen the likes of advertisements for those, some of which um, would be covered in this um, expenditure allowance. But in my view, what's crucially important with any public expenditure is that the um, allocation is published and mm. how it's spent is published across the board, not in terms of individuals doing it themselves and saying this is what I spend. Because even mm. if I was just well, give you, you, a you want to be transparent and you want everybody to be transparent, uh, regardless of, of what other people might think about the amount that is given or how it's spent. You're saying, well, look, let's be above board about it because it's a lot of money, and it is a it lot is of lot money, of and there's no mistaking that it's a lot of money because we're making a big fuss about three hundred and seventeen thousand euro. Uh, it may uh, be spent wisely or unwisely, but we don't know and that's what the fuss is about here but when we talk about well crucially in this instance is that it's not only that the the accounts aren't published Mm. there is no mechanism for me to report to anybody 
how I spend that money. And but, that's well, that's the, that, that's the point. Feeling, but, but I was just going to put it, it into context so of the presidential the, expenses, if I could, Matt, because that figure of four thousand four hundred and sixteen a, a month that you are entitled to, uh, in comparison to the three hundred and seventeen thousand, obviously is not much. But when you multiply it by seven hundred and fifty MEPs, it's forty million a year. Absolutely, it's a huge amount of money, and it's taxpayers' money, even though it's within the European Union, so it's not to say in the same instances as, say, national expenditure that if I didn't spend that money, it could go into the health service or the education service in Ireland. Unfortunately, it wouldn't. It would go into um, the European black hole of an overall um, budget. But at the same time, it is public money, and people have a right to know that when public money is drawn down, that it's used for the purpose that it has been allocated. People can then have arguments about whether or not it, it is correct that that is allocated, but people have a right to know that people are operating those mm. accounts within the... And in many respects, um, you know, the, the people who the real conversation needs to happen with, in your case, Michael, are those MEPs who actually prevented that from happening. Members of the EPP, the Fine Gael MEPs, in other words. Absolutely, and particularly okay. the Fine Gael MEP who was sitting on the of 15 who actually made this decision. All right, uh, and uh, this on top of a, a, a fairly handsome salary, uh, a very handsome pension, and indeed a, a daily signing-in allowance uh, that MEPs enjoy. That's €313 Euro to turn up for work, is it? Absolutely, yeah, it is crazy. What, what's that for? Well, in fairness, um, the bulk of that is spent because when you are travelling from Ireland to Brussels on a weekly basis, you have to accommodate yourself, and accommodation in Brussels is not cheap. Um, so it, uh, you know, the vast bulk of that does be, does be spent in relation to that. But again, there's no way mm. of vouching for that. And I, I would much prefer a system be in place whereby I come to Brussels um, rent a hotel room or an apartment or whatever MEPs decide to do and then submit those, those receipts in order to be recouped. That would be a much more transparent and a very easy way of being transparent and actually ensuring that people could, be, could have the knowledge. In the same way as our flights are organised. Mm. So our flights um, are organised directly through the European, the European Parliament. Mm. They book the flights, they pay for them. I would much prefer if the same system was in place for accommodation because, again, it means that we would be above... Um, question in relation to how that funding is actually... Yeah, is actually I, I don't know. I think I, I'd be able to strike a, a deal uh, for less than 313 to stay somewhere for the night uh, or I'd get a flat. I'd have a flat in Brussels and one in Strasbourg and Cheney, I'd be well up on the deal. Yeah, perhaps. I presume you have a flat in both cities, do you? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I have an apartment in yeah. an apartment in Brussels, and yeah. we stay in hotels in in Strasbourg. Which, by and large, in in fairness, the um, cost of subsidence, which includes food and accommodation, in your Strasbourg week, in some in some instances, you would actually be down money because it is excessive. The right. cost okay. of staying in Strasbourg on the weeks of the pl- of the plenary, the other three weeks of the month, I'm told you can get very good value indeed, but. Obviously, hoteliers and others take full advantage of the situation in relation to Strasbourg. All right. Uh, well, it's a, a, an expensive business uh, for the people of Europe. And well, I uh, think the, the, the fundamental, as a principle, mm. w- w- and I have difficulty in terms of how much politicians are actually paid. Um, it's a gravy train, isn't it? 
I don't believe it's possible to adequately represent families who are in dire straits, um, who mm. are uh, you know, under mortgage distress. And we see that you know, in terms of the housing motion in the Dáil this week. There are some elected representatives who simply cannot get their heads around the fact that families are, are struggling. Now, that's why we don't take our full wages in Sinn mm. Féin, but at the same time, you know, at the same time, it would be much better if collectively we made a decision that we actually reduced our wages collectively in knowledge of the fact that a lot of the people that we represent... It's not to say that re- elected representatives should live in poverty. No. It's been proven in the past no, but, uh, that when that happens... How, it can, anybody square, how can anybody square the reality that somebody uh, who's unemployed gets €188 Euro a week and an MEP fighting their corner allegedly gets 313 euro for turning up for work a day on top of their wages and their expenses which we've been hearing are through the roof uh, which will be rewarded with uh, a golden pension it's indefensible and yeah. it's further and it becomes even more indefensible when it comes to the point that people re- recognise that there's no actually accounting process for somebody to prove that they actually spent that money on the purpose for which it w- was meant. And that, to me, is the first scandal that needs to be addressed. There needs to be full transparency in all areas of expenditure of whether it be a government institution. And that's what's, that's what's so frustrating about this, because in the European Parliament, in the same way as people would on the Public Accounts Committee or others, we, we get up and actually slam other European agencies for not being accountable for how they spend their money or Mm. for being excessive in terms of how they spend their money. And we wouldn't tolerate a situation where any board gave its members um, uh, an account that was unvouched. And the fact that the Bureau of the European Parliament has adopted that position in relation to this particular line of expenditure absolutely undermines any authority that we have to, to lecture others or to demand okay. um, transparency and accountability in terms of public expenditure. I had I had meant to talk to you about the boundary changes. I, I, I've run over time, unfortunately, so I hope you'll forgive me. But if people are interested in what we've been talking about and think it's an attractive position, I'm sure they'll also be interested to know that there'll be a, a space for another two Irish MEPs uh, come the next year. Well, actually, can I just say this, Michael? Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Ireland hasn't gained two MEPs. We have lost one because, unfortunately, the the people of the North who had three MEPs are being denied that opportunity. And I think it's a wasted opportunity on part of the government not to allocate those two additional seats to the North to ensure that we continue to have all-Ireland representation in the European Parliament. It is crucially important and has been crucially important during the Brexit negotiations that we had voices from the North in the heart of the European decision-making and nobody has been to the fore other than the four Sinn Féin MEPs operating as a team, an all-Ireland team. It has strengthened our position and it has strengthened Ireland's position in the negotiations. Okay, and I apologise for getting hung up on uh, the huge amounts of money that are being paid. Not at all, it's a big issue. (laughs) I think it is. Thank you indeed. As always, Sinn Féin MEP Matt Carthy. Michael Michael Reed on LMFM. LMFM.